You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the uh, FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Please make sure to follow the show. That way you'll know when a new one comes out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. And it's another podcast. How are you, Lewis? Great. Doing great. It was another Pleasant Valley Sunday yesterday, as the monkey sang about, right? Uh, I don't know if people, uh, that's showing my age, so we're going to stay away from that. But uh, Yeah, the, I think that would be a good idea. People our age will understand that reference, right? Well, what everybody will understand is it's a victory Monday. That's right. It was a fun, fun game to watch. Uh, wasn't what I expected. But no, not at all. The game was fun to watch. I will say that much. It kept you, it kept you on the edge of your seat, you know, for four quarters. So, uh, well, that's but, assuming nobody threw a remote through the TV or anything like that. Yeah, I was close. <laughs> yeah, I was close. Um, I came close because, you know, just when you thought we had the game under control, it slipped away in the fourth quarter. But they got it back. They got it back, and we pulled the win out in the end, and that's all that matters. Six uh, in a row. Six in a row, exactly. We're now seven and seven. I mean, what what a roller coaster season. I mean, my goodness, you know? Was, I don't think he could draw it up, you know? Nobody would believe you. I'll tell you what. I hate crying over spilled milk, but my goodness, the position we could be in with just a couple of, you know, a couple of games we should have won. I know I've said this a few times. Well, you know what they say, Lewis, you are what your record says you are, right? And we're 500. We're 500. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why we're at 500. Um, You know, the, uh, the, the bottom line is, is that the defense and there are holes on our defense, Mike, Um, you know, they're not a perfect defense. But I'll tell you what, they're they're really, really playing well. I mean, yesterday they got off to a slow start, but I they they atoned for it. I mean, after that first drive in the second quarter, um, they basically went three full quarters without giving up next to they gave up next to nothing over close to three quarters of that game. And um I don't know if the Jets had more than three first downs over the course of those, you know, two two plus. When quarters. our defense is firing on all cylinders, they are fun to watch. They are fun to watch, no question about it. I mean, you know, and it was a combination of a lot of different things, right? I mean, the pass rush you start off with because that was the key, as far as I was concerned yesterday. I mean, after we got over. You know, all that trickery. I mean, it was, you know, Sandlot football the Jets were playing early on. I mean, you know, flipping balls, double reverses, passes down the field, tight ends wide open. Um, Zach Wilson scrambling around like Fran Tarkenton on a few plays and then, you know, hitting guys open down the field. I mean, you know, once we got past those few big plays and you eliminate those type of plays, they've, 
they did next to nothing the whole game. I yeah. mean, they did next to nothing. And, you know, that's what you want to see. You want to see your defense going out and dominating a 3-11 and football team. And that's just what they did yesterday. I mean, as I said early on, the Jets put some drives together. But, I mean, my goodness, the whole second half and a good majority of the second quarter, they just, they just dominated. I can't tell you how many times the, you know, the Jets were on the field for no more than five plays and off, three plays and off. I mean, it was over and over and over again that they punted. And, um, you know, give the defense a lot of credit. It was a lot of different guys. Um, Sealer, Siler, however you want to pronounce his name, just had an outstanding football game yesterday. And Agba, you know, he's, he's his uh, constant. He's the constant there. Wilkins had Iron a Iron Jones game. probably had his best game in a Dolphin uniform, I thought. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's funny because the secondary, you know, the Jet, the jet receivers did next to nothing. Uh, yesterday i mean you look at their numbers and they're they're just absolutely minuscule i mean they had like maybe seven receptions for less than 100 yards combined i mean the tight ends made some plays down the field um i think they threw at howard one time yeah they threw at howard one time they threw at um jones how many times mike four or five um let's see four targets one reception yeah, I mean, you know, that that's in the safeties, you know, the guys that moved around back there, I think Roe actually Needham played a little bit of safety yesterday, or at least he was in quite a bit. He was in on, mo- I think, every single defensive play. He was. Um, yesterday. So, you know, you, you look at what they did in the passing game, the Jets, and their receivers were just not factors in any way, shape, or form. Um, Barrios had a had a 26-yard reception. Past that, they, 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 there was next to nothing out there. Um, you know, the pass rush was constant for us yesterday, and uh, it was a great effort. They didn't allow them to really run the football that well. And um, in the end, you know, that, that was the factor in the game. And um, Well, you know, you're, you're playing a three-win team w- with a rookie quarterback, so you would right. expect that kind of defensive performance. D- exactly. And, you know, Mike, early in the year we would have expected it against a guy like Trevor Lawrence. And it's not like they played horribly, but they didn't do enough to win those football games. Right. And, um, you know, getting back to my, what I was going to, the point I was going to make earlier was the fact that, you know, those couple of games are really, really going to hurt our chances, uh, come playoff time. Because as you look around the NFL and you look, you, you look at the AFC in general and the inconsistency of some of these teams and the struggles that they're having, it's just, you know, you look at it and, you know, they're not all that much better or worse than we are. You know, we're right there in the middle, which a lot of teams are. Um, well, it's seven and seven, that's what you'd say, right? You're- exactly. Exactly. It's, you know, it's unfortunate. You know, as I said, I hate crying over spilled milk, but man, you know, we could be in such a better position right now just by winning a few of those games that we really should have early on. But, uh, it is what it is. You know, now we've got to go out and we've got to win games that we didn't expect to win when you looked at the schedule. And there's three of them coming up. Um, you know, the New England game at home here, it could really, our season could really come down to that. Um, you know, it's going to be very, very interesting. We know the Patriots are going to need that game. 
I know we have two games prior to that, but um, I am really looking forward to these next three games as a whole, but that New England game especially. You know, it, it, there's so much importance involved. For me, for Lewis, the one I'm worried about most is is this coming week. Uh, you right. know, Monday night in New Orleans, that's just not a recipe for success. They're going to have to play really well to win that game, and uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think our defense can hold their own. Well, yeah. Um, you know, their receivers, it might, if we will match up well against their receivers, as far as I'm concerned and their quarterback, um, you know, Hill's an interesting guy because he can run the ball, but we've dealt with guys like that already right. this season. You know, uh, we did a great job against Jackson, um, Josh Allen, for the most part, when we went up to Buffalo in that second game, we did a really good job against him in regard to him running the football. Um, so we we we're capable of defending that type of quarterback. Um, so I think on the defensive side we will hold our own. Yeah, our, it's the our, other side I'm worried about. How are we going to score? Right. the The offense is a concern. You know, Tua's going to have to play a much better football game than he did yesterday. It, it was just not a good game for him. And if we plan on winning next week, we cannot have that type of performance. It's as simple as that. He's going to have to go out. He's going to have to execute perfectly. We're going to have to put a couple of touchdown drives together and hope that our defense can hold their own. You know, I see a very similar game to last night. You know, I watched New Orleans. I know you I know you watched the game as well, play Tampa. Bits and, and pieces. I didn't watch the whole thing. I was busy. Yeah, it was, you know, it, it, it was a defensive effort. And, I mean, they were in Brady's head, and they pressured him. Yeah. I mean, when you shut Tom Brady and and the uh, Buccaneers out, that that's that's doing something. So it was it was fun, Lewis, watching him at the end of that game. He was all frustrated and typical oh, Brady. Yeah. Oh yeah, throwing <laughs> his uh, his iPad and all yeah. that other. It, it was it was great. It was it was <laughs> it was fun to watch him be so yeah. frustrated. It reminded you, like you said, of you know the Dolphin games. You know when uh -huh. he would come down here. And yeah. I think they made a comment to that fact that I believe the last time that Brady was shut out was against us. It doesn't happen often. It was way back in 2006. Yep. How about that? My goodness. 15 yep. years yep. since he's it's been crazy, shut out. crazy, right? But, you know, getting back to our team and, and how, how it relates to us, yeah. I mean, you know, that defense went out and they shut Brady out. Now, you know. <laughs> we come into this game and you know let's let's just hope that Duke Johnson can run the football like he did yesterday because we're going to need him. Man, was um, he was he special yesterday or what? He was incredible. I mean, it, you know the effort, Mike, you know, and you know, I talk about this a lot, you know, when it comes to creating on your yeah. own. Um the touchdown run that he had, you know, if and and again, I I don't want to talk about other guys on our football team but there's other players on this team that that are down at the two yard line and we're struggling to get in the end zone and settling for a field goal possibly the effort that he had you know where he's hit at the you know he's hit at the four he works his way down to the two works his way down to the one and reaches the ball over the goal line that that touchdown one was absolutely phenomenal and um you know, he, he all day long he he just ran the football. He was running well. like a bigger back than he is. I mean, he's what two hundred and twenty pounds. I mean, he, he looked like a two hundred and fifty pound back the way he was uh, knocking people around. You know, I, I give I give him all the credit in the world. 
I give the the offense and the coach the offense coordinators and the coaching staff an A plus because they recognize the fact that this guy was our best back. He started the game, Mike. So he must have been doing this type of stuff all week. Well, he practiced all week and the other two guys didn't. Yes. And, you know, thank goodness that I mean, you know what, Mike, sometimes you just step in shit, right? And and I think that maybe the coaching staff Maybe. And the team as a whole fell into something here because he showed us something we haven't seen in a while. I mean, heart. you know, just <laughs> he showed us heart, right? He showed us an ability to create on his own, uh, more so than any other back has. And going forward, you know, when you throw Philip Lindsay into this mix as well over these last three games, yeah. hopefully he's healthy enough to play. You know, all of a sudden you've got a couple of guys here that you know you you're feeling can can really make plays in the running game for you. You know, and again, I don't want to take anything away from Ahmed or Gaskin or anybody else that's three on the football this year, but um, that effort yesterday, you know, you, you have to commend it. It was just an outstanding, outstanding effort. The guy played with a ton of heart. I mean, went over 100 yards, scored two touchdowns. That second touchdown, he made it easy, easy peasy the way he that ran it. That was the in. first 100-yard game of his career. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $1 on any team to score and you win $100 in free bets if they score. You score with promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner in the NFL. You must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problems? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, yep. He's a third down back, Mike. Yeah, he, he, he didn't look used- like it. Yeah, well, he did on that one time we threw to him, and he, you know, no, he no, no, no. Tw- I mean, he didn't. He, I, I'm saying that in a good way. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know yeah. what you're saying, yeah. right? You know, he's he's a third down back, and yesterday he looked like an every down back, right? Yeah, he did. He did. Outstanding, outstanding effort. And Gaskin had a big 30 yard run in that game yesterday. It was a big part of that drive yep. Yep. that put us back in front. I mean, you know, late in the game, we needed that drive. And we needed that touchdown. I mean, we needed that 30-yard run. It was a chunk play. It was something that you don't normally see out of our offense. I mean, how many 30-yard runs have we had this season? That um, one. Not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that one. There's <laughs> not a lot. There wasn't no. a lot. I mean, Duke Johnson was consistently good. His longest run, his longest carry yesterday, Mike, was for 12 yards. Yep. Yep. So he consistently ran the ball for about five yards, you know, carry. You know, he had 22 yards for uh, 22 carries for 107 yards. 
And, um, you know, that's five yard average. And, you know, that's basically where he was at, but I mean, consistent, consistent running. Yes. I don't know where it's going to go from here, you know, but, uh, he looks stronger than Gaskin as far as, uh, fighting through the line of scrimmage and, uh, uh, you know, knocking off tacklers. He just appeared to be a stronger runner. And I like Gaskin, but I feel like Gaskin, as I've said before, you know, really should be a third down back. You know, he's a good receiving back. I don't think running through the, you know, between the tackles is his strength. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I think that, you know, Gaskin, as I've said before, you watch the running plays that are designed for him and they're the same running play over and over again. And they they haven't been overly successful all season. I mean, there's very few times where it gains more than three yards, you know, on his carries in between the tackles, um, and in between the guards. I mean, they're it, there's just not a lot there. Um, you know, Duke Johnson hits hits the hole hard, and, um, you know, it showed yesterday. Well, you know, Dieter, uh, <laughs> run blocking yesterday had a 74-1. Mm-hmm. Eichenberg had a 69-6. Smythe had a 68-9. Hunt had a 66-1. Jackson had a 64. Right. While the grades aren't, aren't great, they're good. And, uh, you know, you can see that the offensive line did the job yesterday and that, that had something to do with his success. Right. They're getting better, Mike. Baby steps. I say this every week. Now, a a true test will come next week with this (laughs) offensive line. You know, the Saints, I mean, woo. Yeah, they're a different level. I mean, the Jets are not a great team. Right. The Jets are not a great team. Um, You know, the bottom line is this, is that, you know, we've got to go out. You know, we did a great job yesterday. We've got to start. We've got to start out right from Jump Street. We can't have our team digging a hole against a team like the Saints because their defense is just that good, and I don't know if we'll be able to recuperate. You know, again, you know, you look at our game yesterday, Mike. We'll, you know, we'll go through it a little bit. You know, we'll 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 talk about it. I guess, uh, you know, um, just different different. Uh, you know, different things that went on over the course of it that, you know, that, that had a major, major effect on, on the, um, you know, the game as it was progressing, you know, we came out in the first quarter and this is what I was referring to that we can't do this type of stuff against the saints. You know, we put ourselves in a third and two and we fumble a handoff, you know, in between two and I believe it was Duke Johnson. They just didn't, yep. um, the mesh point didn't mesh. It didn't mesh, right. So the Jets drive right down the field. They score. We come back. to it throws an interception. Um, our defense holds, which I felt, Mike, at that point in the game was, was very key. Because you go down 14 to nothing to any team in the NFL, and you're like, oh, boy. You know, we've, we just got punched in the face not once but twice here. And, um, you know, our offense is challenged at times. So, you know, you're, you're starting to think, my God, if we get down early here, we're going to be in a lot of trouble by 14. So to the defense's credit, they hold there and we go down 10, nothing. And, uh, you know, the first quarter, it's much of the same. I mean, you know, two, throws a ball in the flat to Gasicki that, that really shouldn't have been thrown. He almost got his knees taken out. And, um, you know, he misses uh, Wilson down the sideline. So it's a bad first quarter. Um, you know, there's a lot of bad things that are going on. There was another ball that was almost intercepted. That was probably as bad a quarter as he's played this season. It was it was ugly, um, to say the least. Um, 
you know, the second quarter, things start turning a little bit. You know, yeah. he has he, he throws a nice pass to Parker that gets us inside the 10-yard line, um, you know, in between a corner and a safety. Uh, you know, and we scored touchdown there. You know, the Duke Johnson touchdown, that was the first, and it gets yeah. us back into the game. Yep, you're starting to feel the momentum turn back in our favor. Exactly. You're feeling you're feeling good at that point. You know, then you know, we we get we get down inside inside the 10-yard line and uh you know, we start seeing some bad things out of tour again. You know, we drive down the field. We saw some good things, some nice runs, some nice passes. And we're in the red zone. And we're actually inside, I think, the five-yard line at this point. And he throws it, you know, he throws a bad pass to Kaseki, who's triple covered. We were we were fortunate. Yeah, to we get were very fortunate because that's a pass that shouldn't have been thrown. Shouldn't have been thrown. The third down pass. Um, you got Hollins going in the middle of the field, man the man, and the ball goes outside on a, on a blitz. And you know you're shaking your head because you're thinking, man, we had an opportunity there to put you know put another seven on the board. We settle for the field goal, and we'll take it. So you know, good things, bad things out of our quarterback the first half. You know there was. A sprinkle of good things, a lot of bad things. You know, the third the third quarter we come out and uh, Isaiah Ford has a great catch and we have Duke Johnson's second touchdown and we're right back in the football. You know, that, that Ford catch, you could tell it energized the team. They were they were jacked up. Absolutely. Great play. I mean, it looked yep. like he stuck his hand out and, you know, there may have been a little bit of offensive pass interference there, but you know what? The ball was dropped in and bingo. You know, it's it's another nice chunk play for us. Yep. You know, things that we don't normally see. It's a 27-yard completion. Fantastic. We're loving it. Um, so we tie the game up and, um, you know, it seems like we're taking control of the game because the Jets are going three and out, five and out. Um, you know, we're the defense is just doing their job. Uh, you know, the third quarter ends and we're, we're in a 17, 17 tie. And, you know, you're looking at this game, Mike, and you're thinking to yourself, I remember me and you spoke and I said, what do you think our chances are of winning at this point? (laughs) (laughs) And you were like, I, 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 I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not liking it. And I'm like, and I told you, I said, I think our defense has got this game under control. The offense seems like they're, you know, we're okay right now. So we drive down the field, we take the lead and then, um, you know, and then disaster hits, right. Um, you know, the interception, the throw by Tua, and I'll tell you what, he threw some bad balls yesterday. I mean, so, and he made some bad decisions, but the decision to go to Smythe in the flat, when you're deep in your own territory, to me, you know, the throw wasn't a good throw number one, but let's, let's, let's start before that. Let's start the process as a quarterback. You've got, you've got a seven point lead. You're into the fourth quarter. Your defense is just shutting them down now for, for pretty much two plus quarters at this point. And you throw a ball to a tight end that is covered by a cornerback. Now, if I'm a cornerback in the NFL I'm not concerned about Smythe getting behind me. I'm playing everything in front of me. And that's exactly what the corner did. He had no 
concerns about Smythe running past him and outrunning him down the sideline. So Tua's got to recognize that, number one, before the play even starts. Secondly, you know, when, when you look into the flat and the guy's not open, you can't just sit there, take a two-step drop, and throw the ball anyway. Um, yeah, it, it, was, it was the worst throw of the day. And he had, as I mentioned, he had some bad ones. And, you know, it put us in a position to where we, we had, I had all the confidence in the world in them winning that football game. We had all the momentum on the defensive side, just shutting them completely down. And he put them back in the football game at that point. So now we're in the fourth quarter against a 3-11 and team, tied 24-24. We drove down the field. I believe Gaskin had a big, big run on that drive. Um, I believe he had, again, Mike, another chunk play, 30-yard run, as we talked about earlier. Um, There was some nice passes. I believe the one to Gusecki that you were raving about was on that drive or maybe the drive before. I can't I can't honestly remember when he hit Gasecki going across the middle. I mean very well, I, very I think most people will remember the play. You know, yeah. it was it was just perfectly placed. It was out in front of him. He was able to run, and that's what you want to see. Yep. The separation was there. I mean, everything it, it was a nice play. And that's what you want to do against a team like the Jets over and over again. You want to have those chunk plays mixed in with the five yard runs consistently out of Duke Johnson. It, it was a real nice formula yesterday, you know, in regard to, you know, a lot of the positives on the offense. Um, you know, there, there were there were a lot of positives in that, you know, as as we've talked about, Isaiah Ford, Gusecki, you know, Duke Johnson, Devontae Parker had another solid, solid football game. I'm going to throw most of the linemen in there, too. The offensive line did a phenomenal job yeah. yesterday. That They really did. I mean... Tua didn't get pressured an awful lot. Um, you know, the negatives were, you know, Tua, and that's where they begin and end. And, you know, he did some good things, but, you know, he did a lot of bad things yesterday. Um, in the end, you know, we wound up driving down the field and, um, you know, he threw a touchdown pass to Parker that, that uh, basically sealed the Jets' fate because the defense just completely shut them down. The Jets had time on the clock. And again, you know, they, they, they went for it on fourth down. The pass was short and uh, game over and that's it. So you got to give to a credit for after the, you know, after the mistakes, he, he did turn around and he did drive them down the field and get them in the end zone. Yes. So you got to give him credit for that. I mean, you know, it was a rough afternoon for him. He did not play well, in my opinion. I, I think most people would probably agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the end of the day, he got the win, and that's that's the object- objective. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to be too hard on him, but like you said, you know, there were certain throws that he had where you're just scratching your head and saying no to a no, <laughs> you know. Right. So, you know, the triple coverage in the end zone, the flat pass that you're talking about, the Smythe. I mean, these are passes that shouldn't have been thrown. And uh, he's got to learn from it and uh, get better next week. Absolutely. I mean, these next three games, I mean, I, I can't I can't stress enough the importance of him playing well. I mean, if we have any chance whatsoever of winning these football games, he has to play better. It's that simple. I mean, we can't, you know, we're going against really good competition over the next three weeks. And, and I feel, I truly, truly feel that our defense can hold their own in all three of these games. Um, you know, Tennessee's challenged, you know, Tannehill struggles with blitzes. Um, you know, he, 
he can turn the ball over, as we well know. I mean, he, he's done it in Tennessee. He's played much better, but he turns the ball over. You pressure him, and he'll throw balls up. He'll fumble balls. He tends to hold on the balls too long. He doesn't recognize blitzes as well as he should at this point in his career. They, they can give him problems. Um, you know, the rookie up in New England. You know, listen, he's not a world beater at this point. You know, we, we've got, we, we can defend them extremely well. And I think next week against the Saints, I've already discussed them and their offense. So I think our defense can hold our own. What we have to do is offensively, we have to play very well. And Tua has to be in sync with the rest of the we team. We say it all the time, Lou, they need complimentary football. They have to complement each other. They do. They absolutely do. I mean, yet, you know, Waddle will return, so that'll be another plus. And that guy that, again, I won't mention, hopefully he'll come back because as much as we hate to it, You think he's coming back? I don't know, Mike. I, I, You know, we keep hoping because, you know what, he is a threat. And if he does come back, you know, you have basically four weapons in the passing game. And then you sprinkle in, you know, a decent running game and, and, you know, the offensive line improving. And, you know, you've got something there. You Listen, know, I don't know if he's going to come back or not. I but. get the I get the sense there's more to that story that we don't know. That's all. I, I think if he was coming back, I think he would have been back. But we'll see. I mean, I could be wrong. Yeah. I mean, I, at this point, we got, we, we got to assume he's not. He's not going to be back, and we just have to go with what we have. I mean, listen, out of the everybody on this football team is going to have to contribute going forward. If in fact he doesn't come back, uh, Waddle, you expect back over these next three games. Okay, so that'll be a plus number one. Um, secondly, Lindsey coming back, I think, will be a plus. Okay, yeah, um, you know, and then on defense, if, if the other, well, I'm going to stay on offense for a second mm-hmm. here. If, in fact, the fellow that I won't mention doesn't come back, you've got to get a combination of Ford, Wilson, and Hollins, you know, making, you know, have, making some plays over the course of the game. They have to. You know, it's that simple. You, got, you have to have contributions from a lot of different guys. The win yesterday, you know, we mentioned Duke Johnson. We mentioned Isaiah Ford, Devontae Parker, and Gusecki. You know, four guys contributed yesterday to most of the offense. And and that's what you're going to need going forward. Uh, now, what were you going to say about the defense, Mike? Well, you you've got a safety coming back, right? Holland's going to come back. You know, yesterday showed there was a lot of depth on this football team because you know, as I mentioned, they didn't they didn't give up any big plays in the secondary. Uh, you know, Holland's a really really good football player, but you didn't hear over and over again or you didn't see the back of Rose uniform or Needham's or anybody else's in that secondary because of the absence of Holland. You didn't see any big plays made by the Jet offense. Yeah, they had some trickery that was successful, but you know, that's not something that you can really prepare for to an extent. I don't know if Holland being on the field would have made any difference on those plays. No, is I don't what think I'm getting so. at. I, I mean, don't think so. So you know, with all that being said, you know, you do have positives, Mike, going forward. I think we came out of this game with, without any major injuries, which is another major plus. I mean, yes, any, it is. anytime you get a, a W on the board, 
and there there weren't there weren't guys going down that are going to miss significant time. Um, it's a positive, and you know we've been fortunate, and these are all the things that basically have to fall into place in order for you to go on a six-game winning streak. You can't have your offensive line that that has been playing together now for Mike. I mean, I will say what like five five of the six weeks probably. No, I I think it's I think Longer. it's through the yeah I think it goes it it started. Well, when, when did Dieter come in? He was the last piece. Well, Dieter came back just a couple of weeks ago, but yeah. all the other guys that you know that were put in their positions, and what I mean by that is Austin Jackson right. going the guard, right? And Eichenberg became a, becoming the left tackle. The guys at the guard and the tackle positions have been in place um, before the winning streak started. I think they made those changes maybe halfway through our losing streak because they had to be made. So. Those four positions have been intact for, you know, I would say, I mean, eight or nine weeks now. You know, it's starting to show that, you know, they're getting something, you know, they're, they're getting something constructive or something positive done there across that offensive line because they are improving week in and week out. I mean, some of them are. Some of them are right. We and you know there there's a sprinkle of some of the yeah. Jesse Davis is still struggling. Still is that struggling. who you're referring yes. to? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He had another bad bad game yesterday. Um, I think the other four guys did. Some of them did really really well, but Davis did. You know his grade was way down there. Correct. Uh, you know. Yeah. That, yeah. That's it. Uh, you know. And, and but Jackson looked a little better yesterday, and uh, Eichenberg looked a little better yesterday, and that's what you want to see. You want to see the young guys show improvement, and we're starting to see that. Yes. You know. But keep in mind, it was the Jets, and uh, you know, I just want to say that because it's important. You know, we'll get a better feel for their improvement next week when they're playing a defense that can really give you some trouble. Agreed. Agreed. Listen, Mike. I. You know, I can see the improvement from early on in the year. Early on in the year, it was just a complete disaster. I yep. mean, the minute a guy dropped back, whether it be Tua or Brissett, yep. I mean, they were just annihilating him. And you're just not seeing that, regardless of the competition. You know, I mean, if you go back and you look at the Falcons. They gave up as a team seven pressures yesterday on 27 passes. So that's not terrible. It's not terrible. No. I mean, you, if you watch what Brady went through <laughs> last night, I mean, you know, listen, you know, pressures are part of part of football. I mean, you know, we talk about this all the time. You know, the defense isn't out there to allow you to throw passes on them. You know, nobody plays, you know, right. a, a bend but don't break defense. And, yeah, we're just going to sit back and allow you to, you know, to, to throw the ball all day long. It's not going to happen. And, you know, the the adjustments that the Jets made, you know, yesterday on Tua is what we're going to see going forward because, you know, obviously the Saints are going to look at film from this game and they're going to see how the Jets defended him and, and the issues that he had. And they're going to try to do the same thing. And um, they're a talented unit um, on top of that. So, you know, what does Tua have to do? He's got to make adjustments and he's got to understand you know, what, what has to be done in those situations. And, uh, they've got to be better prepared, you know, as a unit, because this is going to be a very tough team, as you mentioned. Yep. All right. Uh, you know, on defense, let's talk about the defense for a minute. 
Sure. We had a, a, a great performance from a, a few guys. Uh, obviously, okay. Christian Wilkins we got to talk about, right? Right. That worm, that, wor- that worm was fun, okay? <laughs> that was fun. Well, how about him jumping into the crowd and then falling yep. over the yep. you know falling over the wall? Yeah, some, the somebody called that the hard rock hurl. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> the hard rock hurdle, I like that. No, hurl. <laughs> oh, hurl. I gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So, I, you know, there were some others too. You know, the hard rock hurdle, and, you know, there, there were two or three other names for it. But okay. uh, that was fun. I enjoyed seeing, the, you know, the team have a, have a good time, and, and they certainly did on that play. Zach Sealer uh, just continues to play well. Yes. Uh, you it know, the, the guy. <laughs> Played very, very well. This is a guy we took off, I think, the Ravens practice squad, uh, you know, a while back. He's so important to the defense, Mike. I mean, you know, when you see a guy that plays his position involved in plays, it's just a great thing. You know, you love it. You just absolutely love it. And and he always seems to be around the football. How, How about the play that he made? I believe it was him when a ball was thrown in the flat and he ran downfield with mm-hmm. his arms up, you know, with his back to the football. I, I'm almost yep. certain it was. Yep, it was. Yeah. I mean, you know, th- this is the effort that this guy puts forward. You, you got to love him. And it's consistent. He is yes. always 100 miles an hour. You know, he is. Guy, you know and, and we have a few guys on the defense that are that way. Agba. Yeah. Uh, you know, always 100 miles an hour. You know, these, these guys are playing really, really well, and it's fun to watch. You know, you love to see effort. You know, make the play or don't make the play, but give it your best effort, and we're seeing a lot of that. And uh, it, it's fun to watch. I really, really enjoy it. You know, we love offense. We all love offense, you know, but when you're playing great defense, that's fun to watch. It, and, it it truly is, and this team has been playing some great defense this year. I mean, not not every week, but for the most part, they've been playing great defense, and it's it's fun to watch. And if they can continue that through the next three games, we've got a shot. Oh, absolutely! Without a date, Mike, they have to. I mean, they're listen. You know, you look at our units, special teams. You know, offense, defense, whatever whatever avenue you you want to you want to stroll down right the defense is the one that you know has the most sightseeing on it right i mean yep. you know you you know you look around and and you just got so many fun guys to watch you got x man you got holland you got jones you got ogba you got phillips the rookie who you know who <laughs> you know week in and week out you know you don't know what you're going to get out of him but he brings something to the table you have wilkins you have sealer you have all of these guys. Holland. Don't forget Holland. I, I, I said Holland. Oh, okay. I think he was the second guy that I, I mentioned. Missed it then. Um, you know, Baker had two sacks yesterday, which you love to see. So Van Ginkel was involved in some plays yesterday in regard to the pass rush and did a good job. I mean, it's it's coming from from all different players. And 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 that's what you love to see. You know, they're they're playing as a unit, they're they're playing a really, really good brand of defense. They had some hiccups early on in the game yesterday because the Jets threw monkey wrenches in the mix. And, you know, with, with all that being said, you know, past, past that first quarter and a little bit into the second quarter, they, they, they were dominant. They were absolutely dominant yesterday. So, yes, they have to play that way going forward. Um, 
you know, we already talked about the offenses we're going up against. I like, I like the challenge and I like our chances. You know, we just have to hope that, um, you know, the, the rest of the team brings it to the table, including yep. special teams. Yep. No doubt. Kicker's got to kick him through. Every time he goes to kick, you got to get nervous now. I'm not used to that. <laughs> He's had a tough year, Sanders. Uh, he hit the ball about 150 miles an hour, that yeah. kick he had. And I, I got a little nervous because it wasn't right down the middle. It was, no. you know, it was off to one side. And That's I was, what I'm saying. Oh, you do goodness. get nervous, you know. Uh, yeah. But uh, uh, hopefully we don't need a game-winning field goal and, and we don't have to sweat that. But uh, if we do, hopefully he makes it through. Yep. Yep. It, interesting. Yeah, we've got a dome game next week, yeah. right? Yeah. Then we go to Tennessee, which will be a cold, you know, probably not great weather game. And then we yeah. come home and play in uh, what seems to be 80-degree weather this December, um, you know, every single day. I don't know what's going on, but it hasn't cooled down in South Florida as of yet. So we'll see in a couple of weeks how the weather is going to be. But, you know, you look at the games going forward and, um, you know, the Tennessee game, will be a challenge somewhat in regard to the weather. But, you know, Sanders, you know, he's got to make these kicks because, um, you know, we're playing, we're going to be playing some solid defenses going forward. And those three points here and there are going to be yep. crucial. They're going to absolutely be crucial. This is like a trap game. You know what I mean? Right. You, you've got a weak division team at home and it's a trap game. And uh, they started out slow coming off the bye week. But once they got their juices flowing, they played well. Uh, mm -hmm. So, you know, Tua, you know, he's going to have bad games every once in a while. That goes with the position. But uh, we need him to be sharper mentally. And uh, if, if he can do that, I think we'll be in better shape. You know, he made some passes, as we talked about, that he shouldn't have thrown. So you want to eliminate those. And then if you throw an interception, you throw an interception. It's going to happen. Right. But, uh, you you got to be sharp mentally. And, and hopefully he can do that. And uh cement himself as our as our quarterback yep you pick it up on the next play i mean you know that yep. a sack is not the worst thing in the world it's not a great thing but it beats turnovers which are right. you know which, which which are crucial and you know we we saw that yesterday and there were other times where it, it could have hurt us even more so i mean i know he had two interceptions it could have been as many as four but you know you can't a sack is fine, you know, from time to time. Sometimes, you know, that you, you just eat it. You and live you, to fight it, another down. It, exactly. And that's it. And, you know, he's got to have an understanding of that. And, um, you know, it's growing pains. And let's just hope that, you know, we see, we see some better games going forward. Look, the past month, not including the bye week, you know, he's played fairly well. He had a rough game yesterday, so we'll see what happens going forward. He's going to play some tougher defenses from here on out, so he's going to have to be better. Right, uh, exactly. And, uh, we'll, we'll see what he, how he does. You know, this is a good test for him. It's a very good test for the team as a whole. You yep. know, the, the defense. And, and the, the coaching staff. The offensive line, the coaching staff. I mean, listen, Mike, these next three games – uh, well, I mean, honestly, these last six games have been majorly important because sure. this, this team was on the brink of, you know, having a lot of big changes. I mean, if if we didn't put a six-game winning streak <laughs> yeah. together, now... It was getting ugly quick. You know, you look at the game yesterday and you kind of take it as, okay, yeah, you know, we won 
We won by a touchdown. You know, the game was tied in the first in the fourth quarter. It was the first time all season the Jets had a lead at halftime. And, you're, you know, you're thinking like, you know, okay, well, let's not get overly carried away with, with where we're at, right? I mean, you know, right. you take all these things into perspective. There's a lot of positives that have been happening. But, you know, we were on the brink, Mike, of, of making a lot of big decisions in regard to our organization. Um you know, six weeks ago, I think we're in a little bit better position right now, but we're not out of the woods by no stretch of the imagination. I think that, you know, these next three games are going to be very telling as to what happens in the off season and, and what direction we go in. And I'm talking about, you know, management, coaching, uh, certain players, you know, all of these things are going to come into effect because, this team has some talent now, Mike. You know, we've come a long way, and you look around this roster, and there are guys that can play some football on this team now. You know, we've come a long way. We just have to, you know, we're still, we're still not quite there yet. No, we have to manage our liabilities, and uh, yes. I think everybody knows what I'm talking about, you know. And, and you know, you, you hope you can grow your liabilities into functional, you know, football players. And that, that's the objective of the coaching staff, you know? Yep. So we'll see. And if they can't, they'll have to replace those players. It's as simple as that. But uh, like I said, the next three games are a great test for this team and, and the coaching staff. And it's going to be interesting to see how it all falls out. It, absolutely. I mean, Mike, look at these three teams, right? Um, that we're coming up against. I, I know we're getting ready to go here, but if you look at these three teams, um, they're not world beaters, none of them. I mean, New England's playing a really good brand of football, but you know what? They got smacked in the face the other night. They don't scare you. They don't scare you. The Saints, with, w- in the position they're in right now, do not scare me. I mean, they don't. I mean, you know, they have a home game. Their defense well, is very their, good. Their defense scares me, okay? But <laughs> no, as a team, not really. But, you know, my concern is how yeah. is Tua going to fare against that defense? Right. How is the running backs going to fare against that defense? Can the offensive line hold up against that defense? These are all questions that I have. Exactly. And, but- and you know, I am worried about that particular game for that reason. But uh, we'll talk more about that later in the week. Right. As a whole, the teams, you know, as a whole, uh-huh. I'm not, I, I'm not thinking that it there's looked no, more formidable. There's, there's no chance earlier. in hell we're winning any of these games. I don't look at any of these games with that perspective. Is what right. I'm getting at. Right. I think that all of these teams have have some weaknesses. Well, Tennessee losing Henry changed that whole team. Oh, without a doubt, and and their receiver. You know, yep. Brown yep. spin out as well. Um, you know, that it, it's going to be interesting. All of it. Uh, it. Listen, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait till the games come around. Yeah, it's December and football matters, right? Yep, absolutely. We're, we're in the mix. <laughs> we're in the mix. We're in the mix. Us and everybody else. <laughs> and the Dolphins are in the mix. In the in hunt. The, in the hunt, yes. In the hunt. So We're in the hunt, are, Mike. Yep, we are. In with the hunt. That, with that, we're getting out of here, Lewis. In the hunt, Mike. In the hunt. In the hunt. <laughs> All right. Just Thanks for listening, fun. everybody. We got some fun football coming up. You got it. We're, uh, we're back Wednesday, correct? We're back Wednesday, All yes. Right. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about those Saints a little bit more. And until then, fins up, everybody. In the hunt. In the hunt. Fins up, Dolphins. In the hunt. 
All right, that's today's show. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans podcast is proud to be part of DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Pigskin podcast network. Check out these sites, guys. There's lots of podcasts and information there that you'll enjoy. All right, until next time, be well and take care.